You're listening to uh, Time of Monsters, our uh, Patreon-only uh, weekly update. And I'm here with my comrades, Alex and Pete. Hello. No, take a sip. Take a sip of piss beer, yeah. Give me a burp. Yeah, now you got a burp. No. Do you want us to pat you on the back? Burp him. Go ahead. There we go. There For we go. some reason, I had in my head that ganja is a greeting. Ganja? You were going to say ganja? I was going to say ganja. As, ganja. As, a, as, a Jama- as a Jamaican, uh, as the son of Jamaican immigrants, that's offensive, Pete. I'm going to have to kick oh, you off the podcast. Damn it. All right. So because apparently, of course, ganja is how you say goodbye in Jamaican. Apparently, we're going to need a new producer. So if any of you out there, you lovely patrons, know someone, I'm kidding. It's all right, Pete. And, and if you're trying to hire a producer who's kind of clumsy with reggae terms, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're for <laughs> like historically word. clumsy with reggae terms. Pete, famously, as white people do, Pete also does love ska. We're looking so. for a reggae producer. Yes, we are actually looking. You know what? We need to start a reggae podcast. Matt, if you're listening to this, we're not talking about you. <laughs> we're, please, no. No, no, Matt's cool, though. Uh, so, yeah, y'all, we got a, I guess we got a lot going on this week, and uh, we wanted to talk about this last week, but one of the first. Uh, well, before we start, can I? I got to see your water bottle. Yeah, you want to pee? Oh, yeah. I got I to gotta piss real fast. You got to pee in the water bottle. I got to piss real fast. So I got to okay. piss because yes. we don't, we don't take yeah. breaks here. This is actually like I'm we, on the clock. I, I know that you guys get mad if I take a piss break and well, uh, we have to stop recording because I'm, I'm you know, it I mean, costs a lot of money. I mean, this is the first the first podcast in the network of um, Amazon Podcasts. So we are actually uh, funded, you know, uh, by Amazon. This is published by yes. uh, the newly created Amazon Podcast. Um, and yeah, that, that, was, that was a good segue because what we want to start with, which we meant to mention uh, last week, is the fact that there are workers uh, at an Amazon warehouse in Bessemer, Alabama, who have organized and are now uh, holding or have as of today, I think today's the last day, they're holding a, a union vote. Right. Yes. And just a couple things to mention. Uh, first of all, this is obviously in the South and it's also like. Uh, it's near Birmingham, right? Let's find out the proximity. Yeah, let's, let's go proximity. to the phone. Let's go to let's the, go to the phone. Let's go to the Google.com. And we don't mean we're taking callers. Yeah. We are all Googling where Besser, Alabama special, is. Like information ambassador, like a holographic butler. <laughs> oh, who would just pop in? Yeah, yeah, that would that be would be nice. Hey, Jamie, pull that up. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's near Birmingham. I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually, right. okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, looks like it's a little bit uh, south, but east of Birmingham. Right. I, so I just got a bunch of results for yeah. Bessemer Burger, Burger King. King. Okay. Hopefully they're unionizing. This. Yeah. So I if you're in the Bessemer work. area, <laughs> I hope the workers visit Seven Forty <laughs> Academy Drive. I hope the workers at the Burger King and Bessemer are also unionizing and uh, rising up against having to piss in the twenty-four ounce small Eight. soda cups. Yes. So Fem- instead of water bottles. Well, to go off that point, which is this is why this uh, union vote is so important, because not only is this uh, predominantly like black women, right, like Mm -hmm. who work there and have, you know, uh, signed their pledge to like, you know, join this union. But also, too, this is could potentially be historic in the sense that, like, I mean, if you can organize like a union, right, not just in the South, but like, you know, working at one of the most profitable corporations, Right. Like owned by the richest man in the world. If you could do that here. Right. You could probably do that anywhere. That's right. The whole. It's the New York City of unions. But <laughs> if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Um, I, I just think it's, you know, mind blowing that there is this story about the I don't know if it's a story that came out necessarily, but the Amazon News account replying to somebody talking about Mark Pocan. Right. Yeah. 
talking about people pissing in water bottles is, you know, and having the official Amazon News verified Twitter account saying, like, you don't really believe that, do you? Yeah. Brought a lot of attention to a story that I think a lot of people already knew about, which is that, like, you know, it's horrible to work at an Amazon warehouse and you or can't pissing in water bottles. You can't sure. go piss. Yeah. And especially uh, I think what's crazy about that is that, like, it is like you just said, like. It's possible to draw that negative attention to enough people that work at Amazon facilities in the South for them to also feel like, yeah, this is wrong. We need to unionize. We need workers' rights in a a part of the country where that's obviously not as often the talking point, or at least in a national sense, not as regarded as a place of the country where unionization is an expected possibility. I used to live in Tennessee, central Tennessee, about 20 minutes away from an Amazon facility in, I think, Murfreesboro. And I knew a few people that used to work there who would tell me about their, like, up to 12-hour shifts that they would take at a time where they were not really allowed to eat. It was very frowned upon to have headphones while you are mindlessly walking up to seven miles during your shift to just scan different barcodes and take inventory for all kinds of different things, not really knowing why or what for and with seemingly no end in sight. And they would tell me about how they had to, like, you know, take an hour before they started their shift to drink a bunch of water, stay hydrated, but then also give themselves enough time to piss so that they wouldn't have to stop during their shift because that would get them in trouble. Yeah. And this is the people that I would talk to after they stopped working there and decided it would be better to go work at the chicken restaurant that I worked at. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one thing one thing I want to bring up in relation to that, um, uh, Ken Klippenstein, a uh, writer, a uh, journalist at The Intercept, uh, a day after the Amazon news account, as you were talking about, Alex, right, you know, uh, refuted Mark Pocan's. Um, I mean, they weren't even suspicions. Right. These are like facts. Like we know that Amazon workers, not just at the warehouse, but the delivery droppers that they pee in bottles. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, just to just to give you uh, the the depravity and the uh, propaganda and the sociopathy of um, Amazon, uh, the statement or the tweet uh, that they had uh, refuting Mark Pocan's uh, claims were that uh, our employees choose to work at Amazon because we offer some of the best jobs available everywhere we hire. And we encourage anyone to compare our total compensation package, health benefits and workplace environment to any other company with similar jobs, end quote. And what I would add about that is that, you know, the Amazon news account has just been some of the most like insane shit. Like I'm almost about to get banned again because it's just like completely offensive. But I think that they were applying to uh, Elizabeth Warren, too, was talking about like raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And this account, like whoever is, uh, you know, using it, had the nerve to say that, like, we raised Amazon, we raised our wage to $15 an hour. And, um, you know, we would appreciate and we're waiting on Congress, right? Your colleagues to do the same thing. It's like someday we will run the country. But, but well, the, the crazy thing about us, dude, the only reason they raised the $15 minimum wage because Bernie Sanders, you know, yeah. pushed very fucking hard for that. Right. Why do you think that they would make such an unforced error as saying something like the uh, you don't really believe the thing about the pissing and water bottles, yeah. do you? Like, why yeah. would they make yeah. an unforced error like that yeah. and yeah. make it so easy for Ken Clevenstein to make an article like that? Yeah. I like. I've been. Do they trying- really believe that any press is good press? Yeah. yeah. Or, or do they also believe that in the eyes of like the public that they're not actually as heinous? Like we're talking about like you know nineteenth century like robber barons and bankers, like the twirling mustache villains that Jeff Bezos and Amazon actually is like. 
I think that they have overestimated or underestimated rather like how how even though people use Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Like like many people in this country, right? Working class people too. You know that fucking like two day delivery Amazon Prime. I like the boys. That shit's kind of tight. Remember when they tried to do the drones? Wait, Amazon drone? What, they tried to do the they tried to dispatch. Fucking well, they, they, I think beta tested it in a few different areas, but like I think people were too afraid. You do of a flying robot. Coming <laughs> Imagine it just dies with battery and falls on your child while they're playing like soccer in your backyard. Jesus. Well, just the 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 scenario in which like a guy in Texas orders a you know case of blue chew and then like has to shoot down the robot coming into his lawn because yeah. it's bringing his dick pills where his wife can see them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or just being like it's very real to me <laughs> like you can because i know like down here i mean probably where you guys like wherever you are listening uh here we have like the bird scooters and like you know like all those bomb by lift and like uber mm-hmm. and uh just people just stealing them and just like using them for their own fucking you know what i'm saying to go to the fucking bodega or some shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Imagine people hacking drones. That's, I mean, we could hack Joe Biden's Peloton. That's true. I got That's like true. a laser pointer last summer for the purpose of like uh, disabling drones. Hacking drones. Hacking drones. Well, not, not for <laughs> I love hacking, hacking a drone with my laser pointer that I bought at Office Depot. <laughs> so, so. Well, so I, I wanted to start somewhere. Yeah. I wanted to, like I I don't know how to code, so I wanted to like do what I could. That so is, I got I got a laser pointer the, for the, hacking drones. Have you guys ever pissed in a bottle before? I did it when yeah. I was driving once. Yeah, I did, I did it. Uh, That's when I the only time you, you should have to do it is when yeah. you're driving, not when you're working. Yeah. Well, I guess you could be working and driving, right? But yeah. Like, that's what man, that's a whole other angle. If there's any other Amazon like drivers out there that have had to piss in bottles, yes, that's what I was. Actually that's a bring. wild thing to do because well, like, they admitted yes. that like that that happens too. Yes, yeah. Well, that's I always thought that trained. was just referring to people in the warehouses. Which see, me too. No, but yeah, so, like that's something that they're tr- apparently now that this article came out because again, unforced error, but like they're trying to now like resolve shit because they also. They are trying to resolve shit as well because they, right. they've been not, finding like shit. In I'm not trying to revolutionize any kind of like, you know, like worker dehumanization that can like effectively like cut, I guess, time wasted in half, according to the eyes of Amazon uh, executives. But like, what about inventing a system where in the trucks there's like a under the seat where the driver sits, a, like a series of tubes, right? Where like they can just shit into the tube and then it'll like just an pour out. Literally, yes, but like it's just like instead of being shit on a like, well, imagine if an airplane was actually just dropping shit on the road as they flew by. Dave Matthews is a pioneer of this. Dave Matthews did this. Yeah, his bus left a bunch of shit. Like they dropped it that's off a bridge than, and that's it a fell on a boat. It's a different well, listen, thing. I'm talking about instead of a tank filling. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about a live dump in. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, you to, know what? Listen I to this real quick. That. I agree with Great. that. I want to bring this up because this is to your point. This is important. It's a bad um, in the in the article for the intercept that uh, Klippenstein wrote. Um, there, there was a delivery driver uh, named Haley Marie Brown, a 26-year-old resident of Manteca, California. And um, Amazon contracted uh, delivery services, as they do, uh, through one company, uh, Soon Express. And she quit on March 12th and told The Intercept that uh, the practice of uh, not just pissing like in bottles, but also shitting in bags on these delivery trucks. She says that, quote, it happens because we are literally implicitly forced to do so. Otherwise, we will end up losing our jobs for too many undelivered packages. And one thing I want to bring up, which is this is the, the, the most sociopathic part about it, is that there was this uh, district manager, right, um, in, in, in one state. And there was actually a, like an internal memo, right, um, to fellow managers telling them to punish people 
right? Uh, if it was found in their delivery trucks, there were bags of feces or bottles of piss. Yeah, I saw right. That. So as like Haley Marie Brown has like you know said like you know during her interview, it's like Amazon, the delivery trucks, the warehouses is one thing, right? But the delivery trucks, we would think that people would that hopefully these people would like be able to stop off, you know, use a public restroom at a restaurant. But one, you know, there's COVID. Right. So like that opportunity in a lot of cities and a lot of places is not available. Right. Maybe if you live in New York, you can find somewhere. Maybe if you're delivering packages in a rural area where you just kind of stop off on a road and take a piss. But not only is that like offensive, but it's the fact that like they are on they are a GPS track and they are on like a timeline. Right. Where if they do not deliver these packages soon enough. Right. They'll be fired or they'll have an infraction. Right. Which the second infraction immediately is a firing. And dude, I've seen these Amazon trucks, like I've seen a proliferation of them within the past year. And these motherfuckers are, you can tell they're zooming, right? These are people like, you know, like it just, you can tell that they were stressed the fuck out about doing this on time. We were in traffic a couple of weeks ago and uh, I saw one of these Amazon trucks. It was at a red light and it pulled up behind a couple of cars and the guy, like I saw him look both ways and he fucking got out of his truck at the red light, went to the back of his truck like grabbed some stuff, like ran. I fucking saw him sprinting down to a house, like an apartment that was a little ways down and deliver the package, sprint back like he's looking at the traffic light and he gets in the car and like, had to give him like a round of applause, but like- You're willing to risk your life. That that kind of shit is not like necessary. Exactly. Like that kind of, uh, I guess, adherence to these like time blocks. That's that's not- what humans are supposed to exactly. do. I don't think it's an inherently leftist view to say that you should be able to go piss and shit in the toilet while you're at work. It's no, not, it shouldn't be a, not, like, well, I mean, everything. It should be a pretty inherently human thing to, yeah. to feel. Yeah. There was, uh, I forget, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't remember the woman's name, but there was a hearing um, a couple of weeks ago in which uh, one of the workers, black women, like at the Bessemer warehouse, um, where she was talking about the conditions, right? Giving testimony, right? Via Zoom. And one of the things that struck me the most of what she said is like, you know, and this woman is like, you know, I don't know her politics, man. Like, it doesn't matter, right? Like, she's trying to organize a union in the South as a black woman, right? Like, you know, she doesn't have to call herself a socialist commerce or anything. But one thing that she said that struck me and that like most working people in this country, whether you work at Amazon or Walmart or, you know, Uber, you know, like any one of these or a restaurant even, is that it's a small business is that she said like that they treat people like machines mm-hmm. right and they expect people to like literally uh kind of di- divest from any sort of like you know human like you know biological like reaction right and yeah man it's uh it's it's sick the way that uh, they've chosen to not only have Amazon News uh, uh gaslight people into saying like well that's come on you don't really believe you, how would you even? People's penises are a lot bigger than the whole water <laughs> bottle. Sick. I mean, come you on. Don't believe how would a woman so even? How would how would somebody with a vagina even do it? Exactly. I my favorite thing, other than that, of the gaslighting of attempt is that Amazon has also dispatched a series of fake employees, or maybe mm. I guess they are technically an employee of Amazon, but they are they're posing as a warehouse employee or a driver uh, for Amazon. And they have a Twitter account that I don't remember what the uh, all of the handles start the same way. The, oh, the FC ambassador. FC, uh, mm. Yeah, exactly. It's, fulfillment and it's FC center. ambassador uh, 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 Jessica or FC ambassador Alex or Pete or Aaron. 
And uh, FC ambassador Aaron will, you know, tell you that, like, I love working at Amazon where I always piss in the toilet and I get to use all kinds of crazy technology, like a weight belt so I could lift heavy things and uh, ask me anything. It's great. I love it here, please. And then, you know, of course, after all this started to blow up, people would like flood their replies with like, do you ever piss into water bottles and, you know, things like that? And they'd be like, absolutely not. I pissed in Jeff Bezos's personal toilet every time. I, you know, yeah. I love working here. I get compensated very well, and I really don't need a union to protect my rights or any kind of uh, potential uh, hazard that I face here at this giant corporation that well, I love working for. I think that they're frequently referred to as bots, right? Like the bot component comes up a lot, um, and and I think that that's. Like I don't know the legitimacy of calling them bots because I, I think that some of them probably are to some degree like an AI, but the fact that some of them aren't and were a part of this like project uh, Veritas yeah. within the company to find people who had, I guess, quote unquote, like a sense of humor, yeah. like a an adaptable sense of humor and were willing to go on and talk about this stuff. I guess they were organized within the company to, you know, protect the company, but it kind of goes back to like the brazenness of like, why would they make such an unforced error? Like I, I, you know, I used to work in marketing and one of the things that really broke me and uh, kind of (laughs) made it impossible to work in that space was this, uh, notion that I saw at like this social media conference about how like the most human company wins. Yeah. And it was all about like the controversy is a part of human behavior. Well, well, I think well, also too, it's just the idea that like you know if if you can, for example, like Amazon's position, uh, they say that they don't believe that the union re- represents the views of a majority of its workers, and that the union would disrupt the direct relationship uh, the company has with its employees, right? And it's this idea, I think that last line, that the company would disrupt, that the union, sorry, would disrupt the direct relationship the company has with its uh, its employees. It's like Amazon is like going under this assumption that like they appear as some benevolent, like helpful company and that, of course, they would treat their workers with respect and dignity. Well, right? a corporation is a person. Exactly. And so they are maintaining like a positive interpersonal exactly. relationship when what is happening is a union, which is a real interpersonal relationship which they are completely opposed to because they are actually more human by virtue of being a company mm. and having algorithms, which makes them succeed at like being human better than a human. Yeah. So much of what gets involved in like company to public and back kind of relationships yeah. is so dystopian and science fiction. What's more beautiful, a family made up of everybody in the world or having, e- having everybody have the same dad yeah 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 i mean it's, it's like it's like the paternalism right you yeah. know and that we don't just expect from like the american government and like you know its project you know american imperialism right and like you know uh uh, uh economic like hegemony but it's also like internally like used right to keep people like you know like conditioned oh to, yeah like, capitalism right i guess like to uh to kind of close this out to uh there are there are six thousand uh workers at this uh fulfillment center and uh today uh monday the 5th uh, i think today was uh the uh the last day of the votes 
And, um, you know, just to we're hopeful here, all hopeful. And I think everybody around the country, you know, should be, especially people who, you know, believe in like the dignity of working people. People should help the succeeds. But, you know, one thing that we got to uh, be careful for uh, is that because of COVID, uh, the uh, National Relations Board deemed it too risky, right, to have in-person votes. Right. So there are mm-hmm. going to be a lot of mail-in votes. Right. And um, I hope those drop boxes are open. <laughs> I hope we hope these drop boxes are open. And also, too, you know, the uh, the other thing that's fucked up is that uh, both sides can dispute the votes, right? So there's a chance that the final tally may not be announced for, like, days or weeks, yeah. right? Amazon also, you know, if you voted, like, you know, for a union and you left the company, right, before the final votes were tallied, Amazon is trying to dispute those things. So right. it takes uh, yeah. two days for you to get a Japanese dildo sent to your house, but Amazon will take a few weeks to count 6,000 different people's opinions. Exactly. Who worked for them? So uh, solidarity for them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What else do we got, Alex? Well, a little uh, east of the Alabama border, we got a little news in Georgia to follow up the last episode regarding the 202 bill. The MLB has uh, obviously decided to remove the All-Star game and any uh, accompanying events from the Atlanta area that was supposed to take place this July, I think. July? Maybe late June, early July. Mm. And um, I think I saw something that said that was going to cost an estimated $100 million Mm. in tourism. To Cobb County. Well, yeah, not Atlanta. That's right, Pete. Exactly. I am uh, I am going on the record right now as saying that separate from this issue, I am not against the MLB. I am not against uh, their decision to remove that game from Atlanta. What I'm really against is Atlanta's decision to remove the Braves from yes. Atlanta yes. and put them in Cobb County. I don't know if anybody knows this here. That's not Atlanta. That's a different place. That's uh, Smyrna, yes. Georgia, that they live in now. Yes. So. I think that's $100 million in Smyrna tourism that we're talking about. It was about, literally right? in downtown Atlanta. and It Georgia was in State, downtown Atlanta, and I moved here, and they and they took it away from me. And Georgia State ended up, uh, Turner Field ended up buying the stadium uh, and through, through their project of gentrification, and they're going to, uh, you know, build student housing and a lot of, like, other third parties are going to come in and build businesses. So but like instead, they just filled it up with water and they've been staging their uh, hydro-ream fights. Yeah, big bumper boats. Yeah. What is, what? Whatever. You fucks with the Coliseum? No. Aaron really believes this, by the way, you guys. Anyway. Uh, oh, God. I thought you guys <laughs> were fucking. Why the fuck wouldn't they, though? Jesus fucking Christ. It's, it, I mean, George they used to do it in Rome. It's, why not do it here? <laughs> Dude, it's there for football. It's, it's there for football. And, like, I think football for what, I went to, Georgia uh, State I went, University. Yes, Who gives true. a fuck went, about watching Georgia State as an aside, football? As a, boat fight. As an aside, I went to the old Turner Field that is now a Georgia State football stadium. And I saw high school football being played there about three months ago. It's probably more entertaining than GSU football. Well, I'll tell you what's more entertaining is to go and do they that when you're on a, about an eighth of mushrooms, and then you end up sitting where home plate used to be. Why would you? And then you start freaking out, and you have to leave. We, I would never <laughs> no. do like it was fun. Trip, I would never trip balls and be around that. I could trip balls and like walk down the street, you know, and be among people, you know, even someplace like New York. I've done it, but not in, in an enclosed space with no. many people packed for like you know uh, two hours. And the bat, second no, time I no tried thanks. to light a cigarette in my seat, they they they, they told me I had to go. Yeah, only the second. <laughs> well, well the first time they were like, "Hey," and then the second one they were like, "All right, pal." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You didn't have the packs on you, mm-hmm. not the packs, the uh, jewel. That's what it is. That's right. You didn't have that on you. It takes a hit. All right. So, uh, so Alex, what's yeah, the, the MLB All Star yeah. Game again being removed from uh, Cobb County, Atlanta, whatever you want to call it, and uh, the reaction across the nation is again uh, a reiteration of what we said at the end of the last episode about the two hundred two uh, Senate bill, which. I don't know if this is the best way to actually combat what they're mad about. And by they, I mean, I guess the MLB and like the, you know, liberal half of the country at large, which if they're trying to persuade the Georgia state government, which is largely a Republican controlled entity to change their mind, I know that isn't going to happen. But it's also really not going to motivate many uh, voters that already felt that that was a wrong thing to pass as a bill mm. and also take away. I Listen, I've been waiting for this all-star game to come back to Atlanta since I was four years old. And I know they're not going to the World Series any goddamn time soon. So I'd like to see something happen in Atlanta for once. But there, wh- how does this help me? This is your Snyder. Yeah, this is my this Snyder, is cut. Snyder cut. It, baseball. Man, I think I think like you know the the reaction from uh, conservatives like whenever this happens is hilarious. Uh, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but Mike, you know, but Mike no, Huckabee, you know, he's got a couple bangers. Well, well Mike Huckabee, a renowned comedian. Oh man, yeah. they're so funny. They really Turned speak governor. to me. Yeah, and Mike Huckabee, who also spoke at the uh, my favorite conserv- bit is when his son kills that dog. <laughs> yeah, well, well, Mike Huckabee also spoke at the uh, Conservative Citizens Council, which is like sounds hilarious. Uh, it sounds like well, it sounds like you know, like a uh, like just the Republican, yes, right wing, but just like you know, normal conservative, like. You know, uh, like citizen, like uh, assembly, whatever. But it's actually like incredibly white supremacist, like, oh, yeah. uh, like low key fascist. Yeah. But, um, you know, Mike Huckabee, I'm going to pull this up. Mike Huckabee has had tweets about this. Yeah. And he's not only he's reacting tweets. to the MLB thing. He's reacting to Coca-Cola. Yes. Which is another great Atlanta entity that has come out in protest to the SB2. Which have, have, have they taken any sort of action or have they just like Man, said like... I we, think they might have removed uh, sponsorship for, again, I guess the All-Star Game, which is no longer taking place yeah. here. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Again, another performative action, more or less, by a corporation that like will not end up affecting the actual ability to go vote for people that have had that right taken away from them yeah. and stripped down. Right. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, like folks like Mike Huckabee, I pulled it up, like folks like him, uh, these conservatives that are like stoking the flames. Right. Uh, because like, you know, uh, this is the same reason why these people uh, got upset about the lockdown or the wearing of masks. Right. Because like, you know, America, the, the individual freedom is the utmost privilege, right, that you have as an American, right? So anything that disrupts that, whether it's like, you know, getting your hair cut or going to see a baseball game, like these people denounce, right? So Dr. Seuss. Doctor right? Egg. Canceling Dr. Seuss. Having your eggs green. Exactly. As well as your hand. <laughs> these people, uh, Mike Huckabee said, uh, quote, I've decided to uh, identify, and he puts identifying quotations, as Chinese. Coke will like me. Delta will agree with my, quote, values, and I'll probably get shoes from Nike and tickets to an at MLB games. So, like, he, you know, fucking, yeah, he wouldn't be controversial at them. And he says, ain't America great. This is, like, just insane, dude. Like, this is, like, this is the kind of, and I think because, like, liberals are not able to, like, effectively counter this stuff, which, more importantly, the way to counter it is to uh, win state legislatures and uh, actually post, like, uh, equal voting laws, right? And update the laws that we have, like the Civil Rights Act, right? And like, you know, actually like avoid having to be in this like rhetorical position where you, as you said, Alex, like, you know, on the one hand, like these companies aren't actually, or the MLB as an industry, 
Like, you're not actually doing anything material. You're making an important statement, and you can't. But you're also pissing off your fans and the people that want to watch that, man. Well, I guess I'll just drink more Coke while I watch baseball and then wait until the votes, you know, are able to... No, you drink Pepsi. No, no. Pepsi. Coke is the one that's uh, against Mike Huckabee. Yeah, Mike yeah. Huckabee calls it well, Coca-Cola. Well, Pepsi... Listen, Mike Huckabee problem. looks like he drinks about eight or nine Pepsis or Cokes or whatever a day, so... <laughs> You know, this is the dialectical. He's I guess, a big I guess, supporter of soda. I guess Coke is uh, Coke is uh, is on the the left side of the spectrum, and uh, Pepsi's on the right. You know, that's that's what Danny. You know, like it's just it's just it's silly, man. It's silly, and it's it's also just like these are the limits of like you know like bourgeois like democracy, right? Like the way that you yeah, it's performative. Yeah, you you your you vote with your your wallet, right? You vote with your dollar. <laughs> is that what that means? Because like I don't think that's what that was. Presented to me is the idea is that I'm voting with my wallet because like I don't care whether Coke you might not but can I you might not Georgia or not you might I'm, not remember a couple of years ago man like this is a while ago dude like where uh you know people finally found out that Chick Fil A was like you know which was also based in Georgia mm-hmm. was like owned by like a fucking like Christian fundamentalist like family who like you know like internal like memo doctrine was that they would not hire like you know lgbtq people to work well they're also actively donating to uh and like hateful organizations that would you know convert gay people back to being a good christian gay or sorry (laughs) straight guy (laughs) well dude like a couple of fucking years ago man like there was like a chick-fil-a day where like all these fucking like chuds and this is like before trump right but like obviously this like kind of fanatic and like really dogmatic and like willing to like commit to even the most like you know spectacular and like publicized and ridiculous like stunts like yo there were like fucking like lines man like outside of chick-fil-a because people were supporting they were voting with their their political views they were with their dollar right you know what's interesting that i i I feel like i commented on on twitter at some point today but why is it that conservatives are so bad at boycotting things especially products and institutions but they're very good at like giving to organizations that they do support like a chick-fil-a like you know somebody who like takes a stand they're like okay my pillow my pillow is a company that purely exists out of like you know, spike the libs. Yeah. Uh, so, like, what, what is it about that, like, consumerism and politics interaction? Because I don't think it's absent from liberals. Well, but, it's not no, but, uh, but I was going to say to that point, like, also, what's more pathetic? Like, lining up outside of Chick-fil-A because you found out they don't like gay people as much as you don't like gay people? Or going to Chick-fil-A and ordering a water and telling them that you're not actually buying anything because you're a liberal and you don't like the fact that they don't like gay people? Yeah. Both are stupid fucking performative actions that aren't going to help oh, gay yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or whatever, you know? Well, I mean, well, that's, yeah. well that's, I think, I think the Pete's point. I think that, that like, it tends to work... There are a lot of like tactics that, and when I say the left, I don't mean like the socialist, like anti-capitalist left. I guess we're just talking about liberals, right? Like there are left tactics, of right. the left of right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Um, the 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 left liberals cannot like adopt. Like in my opinion, I don't think you can adopt the same tactics that the right does, mm-hmm. because like there is this. We've talked about it before in another uh, uh, weekly update where we talk about the insurrection, right? Mm-hmm. There's this, like this myth. Right. Of America. Right. To these people. Right. And it's same for liberals, I guess, too. But the myth for the conservatives is reinforced by the fact that, like, these structures, like, actually do exist. And, like, whether or not it's to their benefit, like, they're a real fucking tangible thing. Right. That is just sort of the the default of this country. Right. And I'm not like, you know, I'm not ignoring things like, you know, the New Deal or the civil rights movement, other like, you know, even the Civil War. Right. 
but it, we kind of just like live in a big C conservative country, right? So the, this link between business, right, and conservative economics, right, and now throwing in religion since like the fucking, I think, 40s, right, 50s, as like rebuke against the New Deal. This is why we started putting in God we trust on our money. That wasn't always on our money, yo. But because the capitalist class understood that the working man had like, yeah, well, well, had, well, well, had like anti-corporate, anti-elitist sentiment, right? So mm. what they found was the most powerful sort of indoctrination Right. And catalyst for eventually what would be like the religious right. They started saying that like a, uh, the the um, what is it? The prosperity gospel. Right. This idea that like, well, you know, if these people are successful. Right. They've earned it. Right. Not through any hard work because they've been like, you know, ordained by God. Right. To be an example, a paragon. Right. Of what like true like human success and fulfillment could be through spirituality, through your mm-hmm. connection with God. Right. So to round all that out, like I think that it works for conservatives because like. All of these fucking like, you know, behaviors and thoughts are endemic in the country. Well, I was even saying that, like, why is it that when conservatives want to do a boycott, it is so often wrapped up in consumerism. But why take Nike, take how they've approached Nike or uh, Keurig. I don't remember even what their issue with Keurig was. Yeah, I don't either. But like the whole solution was <laughs> to actually buy those products. Oh. And then like destroy Yo, them. Oh, yeah. So that that's what, with fucking um, Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah. So like that was one uh, of the things. Okay, so they that, bought less Nike and more Keurig? No, they bought Nike shoes to burn. They, they were burning they their Nike shit. Oh, like oh, oh, it's like, well. okay. Well, that's like when they used to buy Beatles records because sure. in the South they didn't like but, them. Like, and what? then they would burn them and then they would say like, well, at least they bought them. It was something that I was curious about that like what is it about their their approach to like expressing their outrage that makes them unable to kind of like uh separate from consumerism which i think they're not like they can't because they're not like they're not the only solution to consume like to their consumer angers is to do more consumerism and then destroy the shit that they bought. Yeah, as an, like, as in front the, of the like company. they want to either buy something that they that is in opposition, like the black rifle, like coffee or whatever. To bring or, this all back, I mean, my dad's yeah. probably going to start watching like college baseball now because he hates the MLB. And yeah, my dad doesn't like baseball. He doesn't usually watch it, but I think in order to give some sort of like you know some kind of smoke to the yeah. MLB. They're going to like, you know, he's going to start watching uh, Japanese baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baseball. I think that they are aware. And I think it's, it's interesting because like both liberals and conservatives, I think are very conscious of metrics, but like, it, it seems interesting that like, uh, you know, I don't hear too much about like boycotting from liberals, I, I, except about things like Chick-fil-A. I, I just yeah. want to say, though, one more time, what is more pathetic, though? Like doing that kind of like stupid, like, They're very I'm going to go buy Pepsi instead. Or is it like Oreos saying that we're going to do rainbow Oreos? Well, I think I think it's not even like it's, it's well, one is definitely, I mean, the Chick-fil-A thing is definitely more pathetic, but like it doesn't even well, matter because it's, not, it's more potent. Okay. It's more, my point is that it's more potent, right? Like the intention is the same from both sides. So like, uh, uh, I'm saying that like, when you have people supporting a Chick-fil-A or, or a, you know, I guess whatever the alternative the MLB is that I'm talking about or whatever. They're supporting Chick-fil-A or they're supporting Publix or or any of the, the companies that have come out in support for conservative movements like anti-LGBT kind of policies or Trump himself or whatever. How different is that from, you know, a guy that isn't on that side of the spectrum that's more on the left of right to side of the I, spectrum or whatever? How, how different is that from that guy feeling like Oreos are really 
actually doing something I think, about I think LGBTQ well, I think rights by making because, a rainbow cookie. Yeah, I think it's different. I think it's this is this is why I think it's different, man. It's because like inherently, like to, 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 I mean, to me at least, I think that's here. Like you know, like free market capitalism, laissez-faire capitalism isn't like just intrinsically conservative, right? Mm. And like because we don't have like mass politics anymore, right? We saw this through Bernie, right? Like most recent example, like even Occupy is a good example, right? Obama is a good example, right? That was the last time that there was maybe some kind of semblance and shadow of a mass politics that existed, you know, from like the 30s to like the 60s, right? And ended with the rise of neoliberalism in the 70s. That's There's no more mass politics, bro. It's all about, it's all fucking about like you vote with your wallet, right? You vote with like, it's the it's the idea that picking a slate of like candidates, even within the Democratic primary, I've said this before, the 50 motherfuckers who ran, it's like no different than fucking going to like, you know, Dwayne Reed or Walmart or whatever and picking from one of the 25 brands of deodorant on the fucking thing. Right. It's all about like consumerism also evokes your uh, political, moral worldview and sentiments. Right. I think that it's more successful. They're both pathetic, but I think it's more successful when Republicans do it. Because that already feels natural to people, right? Like, it feels natural to people in this country that the way you express yourself, right, is through the things that you fucking Consumer buy. choices. Right? Yeah. And like the things, rooting for a team. Exactly. It's mm. fucking exactly, dude. So, like, they're both pathetic and fucking silly and stupid, but it's just so much more insidious on the right because it really is backed up by, like, I mean, like, you know, white supremacy, a history of settler colonialism, of racial capitalism. Right. It's, it's kind of like going to the all-star game and saying, gee, if any of these guys knew how big of a fan I was, they'd probably love me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's they a good fucking example. They don't. They don't you. give a fuck about you. They don't want to talk to you. No. Democrats. Know they make more money than you'll ever make in your life. And they hate you. <laughs> you 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 do not exist to them. That's a good point. Go that's a good point. That's well, I mean, that's also I mean, you've got the same fucking shit with like. Uh, with with people who back up Jeff Bezos or back up Elon yeah. Musk. And so like another question that I have is like uh, to to what extent can we ultimately existing under capitalism is is there a way to you know stick it to places like Amazon? Is there a way that start a we, union? Start a union. Start a union. I mean, to circle back yeah. with full circle to start a union. Start a union, man. And that seems like is there a way to support the union through consumer choices and i don't think so they don't i don't think that that's possibly a solution no because the starting of the union is throwing the wrench through the fucking like you know like the wheel that's too big to stop in the first place right it's it's not gonna you're not gonna stop that wheel in motion because it's on a too far of a momentum that you're not gonna be able to like put to a halt but you can throw a wheel and you can throw exactly. a stick in the spokes exactly like you know to circle come back again dude like you know i think i think i like the that we started with these two stories because like there are two uh binaries right of like political action right like or seemingly political action right for like the consumerism angle like in america right either like you command like your work right your destiny hopefully the means of production one day right or you you uh, express your politics through uh deciding what uh not to buy or what to buy or what companies you're going to hate on because of their uh political stances which as you highlighted alex really have no meaningful or material effect in the real world 
MLB, uh, fuck you and bring the game back for uh, Alex. Or just, yeah, just bring it back for me. I'll go by myself. He'll be, he'll be the one single, like I did with Interstellar. I was the maybe the only person in that theater when I watched it. And all, and also, if they don't meet my demands, I'll be hosting my own alt, all-star game uh, at Turner Field. Yeah, and I don't think it's called Turner Field anymore, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm gonna have He's still called Turner Field. I'm gonna have all kinds of leftists try and play baseball, and it's gonna be a real fun, really fun time to. We can get Bernie in there too. We got him. Yeah, Bernie in there. He yeah, probably Bernie actually knows how to. He probably actually knows how to swing. He I, he does. He does 100%. more than Joe Biden at least. Yeah. One million. I God, can you imagine Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> With a baseball throw, no, 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 throwing out a first pitch, <laughs> dude. It'd be like, <laughs> yo, he will never, else. bro. It's like, it's like, it's because just we, throwing it at first base, bro. We live in a gentocracy where all the things that presidents used to do, like even George Bush, yeah, the pitch and stuff, they're just not going to do these <laughs> things anymore. <laughs> what about what about, no. what about what about ladies and gentlemen, uh, President of the United States Joe Biden, and applause. He walks up to the mound, he's waving at everybody, and he's. Just, Forgets why he's up there. He just throws the ball into the crowd. <laughs> like it's a child in the head. the people what they want. Yeah, it's a child in the there head. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it somehow breaks his wrist. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of a. I'll give you a little bit of a changeup. I put a little spice on. I put a little carbo. No, it's a little English. It's a little English. <laughs> Where are we at? Um, we are at 46. We can... 46. Let's okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, an hour minus 46, right? What is that, like 14 minutes? We got 15. 14. 15, maybe. 15? Okay, 15. That's about as old as a girl as Matt Gates would be interested in. Oh, wow. As we have learned... Damn, don't cut Matt Gates is Leave a... Leave that segment. That was nice. That was a nice transition. Yeah, well Matt Gates... Well played. Well played. It's gross. Yeah, it's well gross, but it's well played. played. Matt Gates, as we all have learned in the last week, has been a, uh, a long-term participant with the DOJ in a deep undercover operation where he pursues relationships with underage teenage girls in order to... Uh, to to, to uh, catch catch the Democrats who it's, the pedophilic it's, Democrats. It's, it's kind of like... Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, no, it's to catch the pedophile. pedophile it's it's, it's a to catch a predator, but the twist is that you're the predator. It's to catch a predator for QAnon is what it is. Like, like you have to be the predator like Trump. He gets the girls in Florida. He brings them up to Washington, D.C., where they are and covered then, in uh, like fingerprinting. He, he yeah. says, like, like, we're going dust. to a nice yeah. restaurant. And, and that's when he, they find the Democrats. Yeah. All the Democrats' mm-hmm. fingerprints good, all over. Good guy, uh, man. That's, a good, good, that's a good move. Good get. Yeah. No, in, in, all, in all seriousness. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Pete, what a Florida disgusting piece of dog shit. I dropped the clipboard because I'm so upset. He's so upset. His hands are shaking. No, it's no, disgusting. No, but what an what a, what a absolute fucking piece of shit. Um, Fuck this guy. That, of course, looks exactly like he does. We were looking up his voice earlier to see if I could do an impression, and I can't because he sounds like oh, anybody. Nigga, he looks like Max Payne from PS2, son. Like, he, he looks does. like a fucking PS, PS2 render. Like a 240p. Yeah, yes. like, he's yes. got, like, yes. the, the the weird, like, scraggly edges. 
I mean, he, so, his face looks like date rape. It's a big rectangular prism of a nightmare. Yeah. He's a dude who's not named Tanner, but he's named Tanner. He's named Tanner. Like, look, what's he, his first? Matt. Matt. Yeah. No, that's a Tanner. Not a Tanner. I know a Tanner when I see it. Did y'all see? Uh, did y'all see uh, the interview that he did with? Uh, we watched a little bit today, uh, Alex. Um, but I watched like a little clip from it where I thought this was really funny. Uh, Matt Gates has been saying that this is like a conspiracy like against them and whatnot. And he went on Tucker Carlson show. And I thought it was so funny because uh, I didn't know this, but apparently and maybe I should look this up a little bit more. But you guys can listening to this. Look this shit up. Apparently, Tucker Carlson has also been accused of, um, yeah. you know, uh, similar acts. Right. You uh, don't say. Similar, yes. Right. Of you don't being, think that guy can get the guy who wears a bow tie wore a bow tie get bow tie adult like consenting pussy whatever he wants. Man. Yeah. yeah. Another wow. Tanner. Yeah. Another. But. Really? In another Tanner. That's but like, I, there was this point in the interview that was so fucking funny. That's a Tucker. That's a Tucker. Yeah, that, that guy's a, a perfect Tucker. He's a perfect Tucker. All right. I, 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 there are Tuckers and there are Tanners. I withdraw my Tanner accusation. <laughs> but uh, there was this there was this one clip, man, from that interview that was like uh, shared around a lot online. And it was it was actually really funny. It was uh, Matt Gaetz, uh He He's trying to explain that, like, he's a victim of, you know, this kind of conspiracy and this, like, defamation campaign. He's also and, and he's also he's also cooperating and he cooperating, clearly, because he's undercover. Uh, and he's he a rat. he's a rat. And he uh, he said to Tucker Carlson, he was like, you know, as you, Tucker, have been accused of, you know, X, <laughs> Y and Z by so and so years ago. And Tucker Carlson's face, bro. Like, you know, Tucker Carlson Dude, always has stone a way stone face. But, you know, he always has like the quizzical like, yeah, like, raised eyebrow. What do you and, mean? Like, yeah. Like he's taking a shit on the toilet, but also looking at something like. A but he's like, why does it smell like, like I'm bleeding? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the look of a guy right, like, as they're, like, close up on his face right before they zoom out and you reveal that he's got a big old hole in it. That yes. Right. Somebody, somebody just shot him. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg just splattered bro, his brains all bro, over the back I've, of his apartment. Yo, I've literally watched, like, because I'm diseased, like, I've watched interviews with him. And, yo, it's split screen, so the person that he's the interviewing is talking in motion but this nigga's face is stuck in the same position where I have to like look at the YouTube video to see if I paused it or some shit. And I'm like, yo, how do you hold My that connection's face fucked so up. Yeah. Dude, he said at the end of the he's interview. Got mortis he's got rigor mortis. He said at the end of the interview, he was like, well, that was the weirdest interview I've ever done. <laughs> he's like, he like, those allegations that were made against me, of course, are false. When they came out, I like... You know, it's just like, dude. And they go to commercial and he's texting Matt like, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck, bro? Now he puts him on. Go, come back. No, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know what more to say. I don't even know what else to say. He's a fucking piece like, of shit. He's about to, to leave and go work at Newsmax. No, hopefully he's like, st- hopefully he's standing at the well, precipice. Well, I remember like, well, not to, oh, let I'm me, sorry, go on, I'm sorry, go no, on. No, no, I'm just saying, like, just, just giving you this mental thought. Hopefully he's standing at the precipice of like a 40-story building, uh, looking down at the pavement and uh, daring himself to jump. Hopefully, you know, maybe he's looking down at a, at a, a boiling crater volcano <laughs> of the Earth's core at a volcano ready to <laughs> bubble ready over. Ready anyway, uh, no, I remember like, a, I don't know, a year ago, maybe where he had the sun. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what's the sun thing? Nestor. 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 Not Nelson. That would be yeah. way more normal. Nestor. <laughs> yeah, no, Nestor is his that son. Nestor. I think he's what? Nestor. Small boy son. Nestor. Well, it's like a Nestor. I, how did he say it? 
I think he Wait, said did he Nestor. Say, like, Nestor. Did he, he say like Nestor? Nestor? <laughs> <laughs> you don't see him saying. No, like, all right, we have, I, we have a no kids rule. Well, I guess we. Don't. No, he's not a kid. He, That's the point. Well, he's like eighteen. He's like eighteen oh, years old. So he came of like, age with Matt Gay. Well, he he no he no he was him. already well yeah he, but, like, he said he adopted him when he was. I mean that figure. Matt Gates must be like maybe forty five tops. If that, I gotta think, right? Yeah, yeah he he exists. In that, that kid is at least twenty. So yeah, he's, so he's free. What's game. going on with that shit? Well, wasn't he like an aide before he was uh, yeah. adopted? Yeah. yeah, actually, his kid is free game because he's also like a right wing chud. I saw, I saw Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> God damn! All right. I saw that kid. Yo, remember (laughs) Tiger King? (laughs) You guys, (laughs) remember that Tiger King, bro? He should got. He should got let out though. Uh, Man, I I don't know about Matt Gates. He's a mess. Nah, fuck that. Um, and no, no, yo, there was one thing I think that uh, I don't know. There was one thing that we kind of covered last week a little bit, like not exactly, but there have been updates which inform uh, our previous uh, discussion. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, I think, was a week ago, two weeks ago, two episodes ago that we spoke about him firing um, White House aides yep. who had, uh, you know, had a history of smoking marijuana, drug tests. Walked into the mailroom. It was it was stinky. It was it was smelly. It was it dank. Smelled, it smelled really bad. It smelled bad. It made my dogs get all aggressive. Yeah. It smells like Kush. Yeah. It smells yeah. like Bubba Kush in here. Exactly. <laughs> well. New York, uh, and I guess we'll end out with this, like on a on a high note. <laughs> all right, New York. Uh, we go. To li- we now go live to our New York uh, correspondent, now living in Georgia. It's Aaron Thorpe. It's me. As in live from Queens. Live from Queens. I- I'm still. I'm still. In Queens. He's walking here. Yes. I'm. Wa- I'm walking here. Water, coffee. Yo, uh, man. I don't know, dude. That shit's kind of like the, on the one hand, like it's it's I expected for me at least that New York eventually would, you know legalized like weed. I mean, fucking was Massachusetts did it a couple years ago, Maine and shit, you know? So it's like New York eventually, uh, despite it's like history of, uh, you know, implementing the war on drugs and black communities, but that's Stop tight. That's tight, bro. You did know, you buy weed in New York. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. How hard was it? Not hard at all, dude. Like literally I moved to a neighborhood. Uh, I moved uh, to East New York. Didn't have a connect there, and literally, uh, it's not dangerous. It's dangerous. Don't recommend anyone do this, but just walked up to some dude, like, on the street, and was like, hey, man, like, you know where any, anywhere I could get weed? Uh, it it wasn't, it did turn out fucked up, because he gave me weed, but I had to, like, hide out in the lobby of his apartment, because there like, was a paddy wagon, NYPD oh, paddy wagon, circling shit. the apartment, looking for him and his comrades, oh, but uh, I got that's, weed. That's why you gotta easy. get it delivered. Which I also ended up doing in New York. Yeah, talk to me about that. Uh, in New York, I used to. Uh, it was very easy, man. It's what uh, would you do? Well, I was a dog. What walker. number would you dodge? Well, well, <laughs> I would. Let's <laughs> say I wanted to four twenty. <laughs> what was his name? Where does he live? I uh, do. I know. Well, I'll let you know. Okay. Maybe, maybe go out back to New York. But no, man. Like it's. Uh, I think it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty uh, after this whole COVID thing, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it's pretty dope. But I will also say too that. Um, you know, I think that anytime we talk about like legalization um, and it's decriminalized in New York, too. But, you know, even if we're talking about legalization and um, especially the the popping up of, you know, a uh, big pot, right? Mm, big like, pot. Bro, I'd rather like, you know, get my shit from some shady ass dude, you know, like waiting for me at like fucking Union Square. You know what I mean? Like on a fucking park bench. Then maybe walk into a dispensary in New York. We'll see how that goes. Big pot isn't going to teach you about a new anime you never heard no, about. No, it's not. Or big pot will not like offer you food that you do not want while you are like staring at the door ready to fucking leave so you can go home and watch like 
big pot won't teach you how to roll a blunt on no. the on the no. porch of like an old. No, old that's mansion. true. Yo, shout out to drug deals for that, man. Big pot won't knock on your front door when he's trying to come over and sell you a dime bag when you're 16 years old. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Get you caught by your parents. Let me let me ask y'all a question to how y'all because uh, like I have my you know I have a with his car still running <laughs> in your driveway. <laughs> I have I have a uh, like uh, you know not necessarily like rosy but also like you know, a little bit like cautiously optimistic but overwhelmingly like you know given like. Again, like this, you know, tobacco industry uh, or sorry, marijuana industry that's, uh, you know, proliferated over the past couple of years. But like, how do y'all uh, how do y'all feel about that, man? Y'all want to take a trip up to New York and uh, grab some uh, legal weed in a year when the dispensaries pop up? I do. Is love that, that the one. nearest state from to us? I think we can go to like D.C. No, but we'll skip right over that. No, there's uh, a newer state. There's a newer state than even. Isn't it? No. Florida's. No, it's not. No. Medicinal. medicinal. No, we, New York is the closest. I can get a good place in glaucoma down in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think I could develop some glaucoma. Yeah. 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 Just to get it. Is that how that works? Well, technically I can, I can uh, report like a disability for depression and I think that you can get. And we should all fucking like, you know, let's just go get bummed out down there. No, let's go to New York. Fuck I'm that. always depressed in Florida. Yeah. You know yeah. what my secret is? Yeah. I'm always depressed. I'm always in, in Florida. Florida. <laughs> 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 now we love y'all, Florida. Y'all are not really a We love you, Florida. <laughs> my ass stays in Florida. You know what would be fun? America's anus. We should go to we should go to New York, but like 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 Schenectady or like not New York City. No, nigga. No, let's go to like uh, stay in a cabin and smoke the small town. Oh, the small weed. town or like weed that not like Schenectady, Washington, guess, but more like way up there and like yeah. the, in like the, the I'm like not upper part. That. No, no, no. It's not as bad as like I mean. Okay, not gonna lie. There were some places like you know upstate New York, yeah, yeah. like North Georgia, but like you know I got you out, man. I've been upstate a couple times, man. Or, or, just, or just go to just go to city. Just go to the city. Just fucking walk around like fucking you know. Dude, I can't wait to smoke weed at the top of the Empire State Building, bro. Yo, the rule, the, the things that they have oh, are cool in that law though, because some of them, uh, it's like uh, eventually there are it's no the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. said. You you can't smoke anywhere, or you can only smoke in places where tobacco yes. is allowed. But tobacco isn't allowed, and in- but they'll have cafes though. That oh. people be well in a year though. This is like you know. This is just yeah. But, but big pot is is. I know, they should yeah. write new laws. But you know, you know that if they if they write new laws, they'll write new laws that are more constricted. Listen, everybody already knows that secondhand smoke isn't real. That's a myth. Yeah. Weed is even more so the case. Why wouldn't you want to get secondhand? I'm a, I, listen. I'm a doctor. He's a doctor. I am nervous about coffee shops because I've had some bad experiences in like weed coffee shops. I've had no bad experiences in coffee shops for the last five years. <laughs> oh, yeah. As a worker, Alex. No, but like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's, 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 I guess, you, well, we brought up Joe Biden, like, you know, before talking about this specific story and rap. And I think he's really got some egg on his face. Exactly. It's funny. It's kind of funny. It's like the most like the one of the the the, the most liberal bastions of the country. You know what I mean? Has just like, you know, like legalized marijuana and this motherfucker sitting there like makes him look like a fool. I don't understand how you can miss the mark on that. How do you be so out of the loop in the, the way of like how most of the country feels that you just Still think marijuana is a fireable offense. What I've always said is that, like, you're only going to get, like, a serious shift on marijuana on, like, especially on the federal level once it becomes more profitable than, like, for-profit prisons. Exactly. It has to be, like, 
a dollar or two more exactly. profitable. Exactly. But how come Marlboro or like RJ Reynolds or whoever didn't like in the last seriously 20 years come up with like a plan to be like, you know, we're selling mids now and they're called dude, Marlboro Greens. Dude, I think one, one of the tobacco companies actually has is expanding into like marijuana. But these companies, tobacco industry has also been like one of the fucking like hardest hitters and like you know, uh, uh, donors, funders, lobbyists of uh, anti-weed legislation. I you know, anti-back and uh, the alcohol industry as well. Because like, it's never stopped me from smoking a cigarette right after I smoke weed. That's so, that's very true. Speaking, I'll of just which, tell you that right now, big tobacco. <laughs> Speaking of which, we got, got a loyal ass customer. Right <laughs> We're now. running out of let's time. Go, let's go smoke. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so let's uh, go smoke. Let's go smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> smoke it. Yo, y'all. I, I think we can smoking. we can we can smoke. cut this part of y'all y'all want to, but I think maybe we should uh maybe we should make this one for the people, man. This was a funny, cool little discussion. But yeah, we I might really, not have an interview this week, so let's uh, open this up for the people. Well, we hope to have a very special guest on soon. Very soon. Yes. Yes. It could happen. Yes. Uh, I'll hopefully have a, I haven't told you Pete, but after. Well, Ooh, don't be surprised. I won't tell you. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully, let's keep yeah. it a mystery. Hopefully let's we'll uh, be mystery. bringing back interviews, but uh, we're going to open this. Who sells weed? Alex's dad sells fire weed. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll open this up for y'all, man. He we'll sells have weed some, on fire. He's yes. already <laughs> cooking. We'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right shut up let me close we'll uh we'll uh we'll come back uh this week um with some interviews and uh we'll just leave this one open for the people and uh hope you guys have a, have a good one please do subscribe to the patreon do you subscribe to the patreon though we had a really uh good episode uh we have a couple good episodes like uh since alex has gotten here especially but uh yeah subscribe and uh check this shit out Check out the SB202 episode. That's yes. a really solid one yes. if you want like a primer on that. Yes. Marjorie Taylor Greene, we also have an episode on that. Because, uh, and that's because that you're place. a big supporter of her. Clearly. I retweet her all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm just really excited to be on this very conservative podcast. Indeed. Let's uh, smoke a cigarette and do some CrossFit. Yeah, dude. All right. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Can you say bye? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll be it, good. Pete doesn't ever want to say goodbye. <laughs> I don't feel like it. <laughs>If you like this interview and want to support us, go to patreon.com slash adampod and become a patron for exclusive content, including weekly news updates. 